Well, hopefully. Maybe I ought to get this going too. So anyhow, where were I? Here I is, right chair. Okay. All right, so anyhow, we was talking to Elam, and he was saying that that it just wore him out. He was exhausted being out in the world when we worked at, we worked that, uh, that, that uh, what is it called? Well, no, I know what we was in. We was in a booth. Uh, well, yeah, but um, what did they call it, though? It was Expo. That's what it was called. That's the word I was looking for. We was at the Expo, and I told him, I said, that Sunday morning, or this is Saturday. Anyhow, yeah, it was, it was Monday. It would have been early Monday morning. Yeah, because that was the day we were talking about it. I woke up at I woke up at three thirty and couldn't get back to sleep. And I told him um, there was this one man in particular. We met several people that are living. I don't know if you'd want to call it a commune, but uh, uh, they have. Um, it's not that they've purchased land together jointly, but that they have picked a particular spot. And here in the Ozarks, it used to be anyway some of the cheaper land and. Uh, so we met two. Uh, we met two people, um, two different groups of people, right? And um, and anyhow, we sell we we sell the solar, of course. And Ilum is a distributor of a fire extinguisher, and supposedly this new fire extinguisher is even supposed to be able to work on lithium fires. Um, water will work on lithium fires, but if you catch an electric car on fire. It's going to take like 10 fire trucks, you know, the, the water that they can have on them because it just continues to reignite. Well, this new product is supposed to be able to take the heat out of it, and they're saying that it's working on lithium fires. Well, what does that mean, right? Does that mean a lithium battery like in your phone, <laughs> or does that mean a lithium battery like in your car? But anyhow, long story short, this man come over, and he was looking. He had been in the Navy. And, you know, they've got some pretty potent uh, fire suppressants on ships. And he was questioning, he, he liked the fact that we have rechargeable fire extinguishers that you can recharge at home, you know. So when, uh, when the grid goes down and the world's ending and there's brimstone falling down, I reckon, it's very important to be able to have a rechargeable. Ain't that foolishness? But. He was talking about how they have million-dollar homes with all of this prepping, right, all this food and everything in there. And we got lithium batteries in there, which are potential bombs. And he said, if that fire extinguisher will work, we would like you all to come to your community. We'd like to buy this fire suppressant, suppressant 55 gallons at a time, right, and then distribute that among their community. And he said, but we only get together on Sundays. He says, and I know you guys, because I guess apparently, <laughs> apparently 
at this expo, I looked Amish because uh, we had matching shirts. But I wasn't wearing suspenders. But, but anyhow, you guys met Elam, of course. That you probably would be opposed to that. And I said, well, yeah, we, we could do it some other time. I said, we're going to have a demonstration in October uh, there at Elam's place on, on what the fire extinguisher can do. I don't know if we'll have lithium batteries. We were setting some magnesium on fire today, and that's fun. But, um, but anyway, then we began to talk and worried about all of this fire catching your house on fire, burning up your food, burning up your house, the potential of a, of a lithium fire that you couldn't put out. And so we woke up, and I was on our mind, and uh, I did a fire extinguisher presentation in my, in my dream. And then I began to talk about all that it would put out. It would put out lithium fires. But it will do nothing to touch the fires of hell. And so I had this sales pitch to all these people. Then I began to preach Jesus to them. Well, I told Elon that. And I said, but Elon... I don't think I'd sell too many fire extinguishers. And he said, I, I, well, what I said was, Elam, I know that you wouldn't go on a Sunday. I said, we're a little different. I said, as long as it didn't hinder church service, that, and as long as you weren't selling something, I said, you know, we really wouldn't have a problem with going and showing a product, right? And I said, and I thought, <laughs> I thought that at the end of it, I could tell them all that the fires just put out. But this won't put out the fires of hell and that you'd better repent. I said, but I don't think that we'd sell too many fire extinguishers. And he said, but Daryl, he said, you might receive treasure not in this world from that, you know. And um, So anyway, um, we're going to be reading in Jude today. and This is a very short book. Um, it's just one chapter. We don't even have to say uh, chapter 1 where we're going to be, right? It's just the book of Jude, verse, the verses we're going to be reading. We're going to read uh, probably uh, 13 at least. And, uh, and they're not real positive who the author is of this book, but it's, it's believed to be Jesus' brother. And, uh, but he introduces himself as a servant of Jesus and the brother of James. And we can only imagine, can't we, what it must have been like. We've, we've pointed this out in the past. What it must have been like to have been the brother of Jesus Christ. I can remember going to a Christian school. And uh, it, was a very small, it, wasn't, it was a very small Christian school. So my, my sister being three years older than me, uh, and she was quiet and timid. She had she had these teachers, and then here old Daryl come along, and I don't know how many times they pretty much. I, I mean, I don't think they were being disrespectful to my parentage, but I, but they always made the observation that they could not believe that I was Michelle Hensley's brother. Um, she was kind, I was unkind. She was quiet. And I was loud. And at some point, I resented it. At some point, it was like, you know, well, 
I'm the better of the two. I don't know if you know that or not, but um, my sister's boring. My sister's dull, and I'm entertaining. That's <laughs> how I looked at it. Um, and at some point, I was very resentful when they would question, like, why can't you had more than one teacher say, and this is not good to do, but had more than one teacher say, why can't you be like your sister? Well, I can't imagine what it must have been like to have Jesus Christ as your older brother. I can't imagine. You know, I, I, I try to get my mind around that because he was 100% man and 100% God. So as he grew up, I don't, you know, like I, I can only think of myself and my fallen nature. I can't imagine what it would have been like, but uh, I, I, can, I can remember at a really young age when uh, I, I hated to see a bully. I hated to see somebody just belittle somebody and just tear them down with their words. And I can remember in, on certain occasions where I, I took, on the, uh, uh, took on the fight, uh, whether it was physical or whether it was verbal, about, uh, uh, and would put somebody to shame when they were making fun of somebody that couldn't articulate their thoughts. And anyhow, uh, so I, I can't imagine what it would have been like when somebody was wrong and to have your brother, and uh, uh, your, your big brother, uh, begin to make the declaration of how awful this is and how terrible this act was. And then uh, uh, you, you yourself, right, uh, not, being, uh, not being perfect like your big brother, uh, and then you would have these troubles, and uh, and then only to have your big brother out of love, not uh, not in a condescending attitude because he was perfect, right? Uh, but out of love, saying, "Oh, Jude, if only I, uh, you realize where your sin will take you." I, uh, uh, we know if you read the scripture, I, it sounds as if his brothers didn't believe in him, did they? I, uh, even though they had seen it time and time again. I, uh, but then we read in the scripture as well that it sounds as if I, uh, that at the resurrection, I, uh, then they become believers. I, uh, maybe that's why Jude I, uh, didn't want to say the brother. I, uh, of Jesus Christ, but he said the servant, uh, uh, the brother of James. I, I don't know, but isn't it something? Uh, if you grew up and lived your whole life uh, 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 not uh, listening to the Savior, uh, but even living with Him, uh, living under the same roof, uh, uh, being mothered by His same mother, uh, uh, that when you would write a book, uh, uh, just think of what you could write. Uh, and then Jesus, I uh, just wrote uh, one little chapter uh, and then what he chose to write uh, uh, it must be of great significance wouldn't you say uh, when it could be all about uh, no doubt how many sermons uh, uh, that he heard Jesus uh, uh, preach uh, uh, before his ministry even started uh, uh, maybe preaching to the cows uh, uh, maybe as he was working there uh, uh, it's heartbroken, right? I, I just like we were this weekend, I, where you see people living in their sin, I, and it's so dark, I, and they don't even know. I, they're worried about lithium fires, I, and they gather together on the Lord's day, I, and they never even consider their soul. I, all right, now, 
Uh, the Bible says uh, in the second verse it says mercy unto you uh, and peace and love be multiplied uh, uh, beloved uh, uh, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of uh, uh, the common salvation uh, uh, it was needful for me to write unto you uh, and to exhort you uh, that you should earnestly contend for the faith uh, uh, which uh, which was once delivered unto the saints. For there were certain men crept unawares who were before of old ordained to condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only God, the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance though ye once knew this how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angel which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like matter giving themselves over out of fornication and going after a strange flesh are set forth for an example suffering the vengeance of eternal fire uh, likewise also uh, uh, these filthy dreamers uh, uh, defile the flesh uh, despise dominion uh, and speak evil of dignities Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee, but these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. A cloud they are without water, carried about of winds, trees, uh, whose fruit wherewith uh, withereth uh, without fruit twice dead plucked up uh, by the roots wait, raging waves of the sea foaming out uh, of their own shame wandering stars uh, to whom now listen to whom uh, it's reserved uh, the blackness of darkness forever uh, and then we're going to just uh, jump over to the 20th uh, and it says but ye beloved uh, uh, build up yourselves on uh, uh, your most holy faith praying uh, in the Holy Ghost. All right now. It says here. For there are certain men. Crept in unawares. But before that it says. That ye should earnestly contend. For the faith. If you want to look. What contend means. 
We can look there uh, and we know it says uh, to strive uh, or to strive against, uh, uh, to struggle in opposition, uh, uh, to strive, uh, uh, to use earnest efforts to obtain uh, or to defend uh, and preserve, uh, uh, to dispute earnestly, uh, uh, to, to, strive, uh, uh, to strive and debate, uh, uh, to reprove sharply, uh, uh, to chide, uh, uh, to strive to convince and reclaim, uh, uh, to strive in opposition, uh, uh, to punish, uh, to quarrel, uh, uh, to dispute fiercely, uh, uh, to wrangle. Uh, and so it says here, uh, uh, to contend as a verb, to dispute uh, or to contest. And here it says uh, uh, that he would exhort you uh, that you should earnestly uh, contend for the faith uh, which once was delivered uh, unto the saints. Uh, that, so that we should contend uh, for that which was given unto us. Uh, but then it also then warns us as it says here, it says, For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ordained. It says here, Properly, uh, uh, now there's several definitions, and this is not uh, what it's talking about. It's not talking about uh, the ordination of a preacher. But it says, properly to set, to establish uh, in a particular office or order. Hence, to invest with a ministerial function, uh, uh, to introduce and establish or settle in the pastoral office, uh, and on and on. But then the second one is, uh, to appoint, or to decree, and then the third, to set, to establish, uh, to institute, to constitute, uh, number four, to set apart for an office, to appoint, uh, to appoint, to prepare. Uh, and it says here then that there were those uh, uh, that were before of old ordained. Uh, so sometimes we hear that, and most of the time we think that's positive, don't we? Uh, but it says here, ordained to this condemnation. All right now, condemnation. Uh, we're going to read that, and it says, uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, it says uh, here a condemnation uh, it says the act of condemning a judicial act to declare one guilty the, uh, and dooming him to punishment a state of being condemned uh, uh, the cause or reason of a sentence of condemnation uh, so then we find here condemnation a state of being condemned so we might want to know what that means and it says to pronounce to uh, 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 to pronounce to be utterly wrong, to uh, utter a sentence of uh, disappropriation against, to censure, to blame. Uh, but the word, uh, but the word of often expresses more than censure or to blame. It seems to include the ideal of utter uh, rejection, uh, to determine or judge to be wrong or guilty uh, or disallow or disapprove, uh, to witness against. 
evidence to show or to prove uh, uh, to be wrong, of guilty, uh, uh, by a contrary pra- uh, 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 practice, uh, uh, to pronounce, to be guilty, uh, uh, to sentence, to punish, uh, uh, to utterly sentence against, judicially, to doom, oppose, uh, uh, to acquit, uh, 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 to oppose, to acquit, or absolve, uh, uh, with to before, uh, with to before the penalty. In other words, uh, that there is no acquittal, uh, uh, and there uh, 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 there is no absol- uh, absolution from uh, uh, one one uh, uh, here, as it says here, uh, is condemned uh, 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 to doom or sentence to pay uh, a fine, uh, uh, to judge or pronounce uh, uh, to be unfit for use or service, uh, uh, to judge or pronounce to be forfeited uh, as the ship and her cargo uh, uh, was condemned. Uh, so we went to the trouble here because uh, we don't want there be to, uh, for there to be no understanding uh, when it says uh, that there was those uh, that we should earnestly, as the Bible says here, uh, uh, contend uh, for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints uh, and that there were certain men uh, crept in unawares uh, who were before of old uh, ordained uh, to this condemnation. Uh, before of old, the Bible tells us uh, of the great one with wisdom uh, declared to us uh, that there is no new thing uh, under the sun. Uh, you are on the right, uh, on the side of righteousness. Uh, you're on the side of the devil. Uh, you are fighting for Jesus Christ uh, or you're fighting for the devil. Uh, you are contending for the faith uh, or you're contending against it. Uh, it's time and high time we understand uh, that God is gave each and every one of us a space of time to repent. Unfortunately, there's been some that have no longer contended for the faith, but they have contended against it. And because of it, there are those that would choose, as it were, to try to look and to think things as they ought not to be. Silly women led captive as it were from their thoughts not knowing what the scripture would say to me and you. Not realizing there's those that would read the scripture say that we are preordained then either to be born again or to be as it says here ordained to this condemnation of ungodly men. Do you hear what I'm saying here? There are those that say that you're either going to be a Christian that God is... Uh, ordained you uh, uh, to be a follower of Christ uh, or he has ordained you as it were uh, uh, long before the foundations of the earth uh, uh, that you uh, uh, were ordained to be condemned uh, uh, or ordained as it were uh, uh, to condemnation Uh, but if you take the whole word of God uh, and rightly divide it uh, uh, yes uh, it is true uh, that there was those before 
before the foundation of the world that was already ordained to be condemned. And then he goes on and tells us who that was. And that was the great deceiver. As we've already stated, these are important words we ought to listen to because if this was wrote by the son of, or by the brother of Jesus Christ and all of his summation in life, living with the Son of God, with God in the flesh, and then the Holy Ghost moves and tells him, you need to wait, write something down that I want to be preserved. And this is what he gives us. This is important. This is not something that we need to dismiss or, 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 or determine in our mind that this ain't very important. If you read Second Peter, we once preached a message on it and that there are these verses here that Jude is a summation of the first three chapters of Second Peter and some of these verses are almost word for word. Ain't that wonderful how it is. I don't know if Jude was present when old Peter preached a message or maybe Peter was present when Jude preached the message. Well I like that don't you? Have you ever been? I can remember a message my grandfather preached literally decades ago. I'd have to sit down and think about it's going on 40 years and I can remember like it was yesterday and it's not important what it was but he held his fingers out like this like he had a pack of cigarettes and he began to preach the word of God. I don't care what you believe and he took that pack of cigarettes that uh, that weren't there in his fingers. Do you remember this message? No, mommy, you remember it? I, uh, it stands out in my mind. I, and he'd lay that on the altar. I, and then he began to preach. I, and I can remember as a kid, I, and there's been messages I preached I, that was not as so much a message of my own I, as it was a continuation I, of that living word, Daddy, I, I, that was sown in my heart I, when I was just a little boy. I, before I was even a Christian and that's how the word of God is and I don't know if that's what went on or and maybe I'd encourage you to go home and read Second Peter the first three chapters because if that's how it happened or God sent, sent the, uh, the Holy Ghost uh, to Peter to write that down and then Judah write it down it's important isn't it and just like uh, Jude uh, was raised in the presence of God uh, the angels uh, was created by God uh, and was in his uh, uh, was in uh, his present. Uh, the Bible said that the devils uh, could be transformed as it were uh, to a minister of light uh, and that they could deceive uh, the very elect if it were possible. Uh, can you imagine I've never seen God. Uh, the Bible says uh, that we ourselves could have entertained angels uh, unaware. Uh, but Satan could come to me or you. Uh, and if he could transform himself uh, to a minister of light, uh, how uh, powerful might that be? Uh, why? Because 
I see, uh, I seen what he uh, uh, has before my eyes, I, and yet I've never seen the Bible says no man I, has seen God. I, I, in the physical as it were and ever lived but that is not the case for the angels was it they they were not being able to be deceived as as Satan deceived Adam and Eve. And in that particular instance, they had walked with the Lord in the garden. And Satan not only was able to deceive them, but he was able to deceive the angels that stood in the presence of God. And you think somehow you're going to argue or cut a deal with the devil and come out on top. I'm telling you, I've been in services where the Holy Spirit was so strong. I had to look around. I've been in services where began to move and the windows weren't open but it's almost like I seen the curtains move and I want to tell you something I know to myself I stand in the mercies of God I contend as the Bible says here I contend for the faith it's my responsibility to war and to fight for the cause of Christ and to do it in love. But there are those rather that would rather take another approach and don't realize that what you're opening yourself up to is something older than you and me and everybody in this church put together. Older than the walls of this church. Older than the oldest one lying in the cemetery older than the foundations of this nation older than this world itself and if you open yourself up to that you might find yourself reserved as it says here to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever and though you might say there is hope as long as there's breath in my lungs I'll have to say amen but we stand and we take that by faith there are people today that as it says here that have already went too far that God has showed them can you imagine just like and then he goes and tells us right well just like Adam and Eve that walked with the Lord and believed the lies of Satan aren't you glad that he provided for them a sacrifice but he didn't provide that same sacrifice for the devil and his angels he didn't provide that same sacrifice for Solomon Gomorrah and we need to understand that the Lord in his mercy as it says here that this was that we should contend for that we should fight for that we should give an answer for was given unto us once delivered unto the saints I didn't have to go all the way over to the Middle East I didn't have to go and walk all the way back to Harford County I didn't have to go and walk from the East Coast to the West Coast and he could have easily asked me 
uh, to do that. And it would have been rightfully, uh, it, 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 it would have been rightfully a declaration for him to make, but he delivered it, the Bible says. He said he delivered it unto us. And you think, for one minute that you can turn your back on that and turn back again whenever you get ready there is a force that's moving that is not of this generation but it does come from the days of old it is the same force that walked and stood in the presence of God in the days of Job and when God said what have you been doing Satan and him saying going to and fro doing what seeing whom he made us devour seeing who he made us destroy seeing who he made us see seeing who he might pull as the Bible says here in the blackness of darkness forever and that forever does not necessarily start at your death and then others would want to make an excuse hurt somebody this week I tell you what if they don't turn around them and their children are going to split hell wide open and why is that because they're living in unrepented sin but I'm not wagging my finger at them I'm telling you tonight that if Daryl lives in unrepented sin though I stand before you though I contend for the faith I'm going to tell you this I'll have to give an account I'll stand before him in that nine to second death right where I'm raised from the grave to stand in judgment and God will say why didn't you why didn't you believe that which you once believed why didn't you remember what I told Peter and Jude, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, now that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. He destroyed those that he saved. I'm not saying that. The Word of God's saying that. Who, what does it say here again? It says here, who saved the people out of the land of Egypt, but afterward destroyed them that believed not. That's what God does. But he don't just do that to the Jews over there in the wilderness. He'll do it to you in the wilderness you're in right now. Uh, there is only one way, and that is through Christ Jesus. But if you don't contend for the faith, if you call evil good and good evil, if you're not burdened for the lost or if you are so convoluted you don't even know what lost is now, I'm afraid that you are being consumed right now by the darkness or by the blackness of darkness. Did I get it right or did I get it wrong? Uh, did I say, yes, uh, that you are reserved for the blackness of darkness forever. And that makes me, that makes me shudder. Oh, why? Because to think, we live in a society, right? 
uh, where you're free to choose uh, anything you want. You can choose. You can choose whether you want to be a man or a woman. You can choose uh, uh, who you marry now. You, uh, uh, law uh, and it's coming. You just mark my words. That, uh, uh, there, there is more against uh, 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 adultery between a man and a woman uh, uh, than there ever was about homosexuality. Uh, the church didn't hold up the sanctity of marriage. I, and then what was the excuse? I, uh, well, I. I heard more than one sodomite. I said, well, I, uh, the church don't honor marriage. I, uh, they know. And then the gospel is preached to us by the most base people that say, why can't I get married? Because the church don't honor marriage. And now I want to tell you something. There's more to be said about marrying and divorce and remarrying than there is about the sodomites. But yet we got it now don't we where the sodomites can marry I want to tell you something there is more in the Bible against sodomy than there is against child molestation but you mark it down well I'm afraid there's people that the Lord don't come back that's right here that'll see where it'll be legalized for perverts to marry little children there's more against child molestation than there is bestiality. You mark it down. The heart of man is wicked and it's come from the days of old where the wickedness of the wicked is consumed by their wickedness as it says here and he will execute judgment upon all to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him I'm afraid today we don't know what godly is and ungodly oh it breaks my heart we hear good men trying to preach that we need to return to the old past oh but I'm afraid uh, they're like those in the Old Testament uh, where God's mercy uh, has uh, endured uh, for so long uh, that He didn't destroy them uh, when they turned to this idol or that idol. Uh, and the Bible says uh, that they went a whoring. Uh, and so when the God, uh, when the wrath began to be poured out on them, uh, they didn't say, "Oh, we need to turn back to, uh, to the God of Israel." Uh, oh, but they said, uh, "We for." Taking this false God and that false God. And that's where a lot of churches are today. There's people that think somehow that if they reinstitute this ceremony or that ceremony, everything will be all right. And they're so blind. They're like those in the days of Jeremiah. The Bible says there, and I think it's in Deuteronomy, it might be in Leviticus, that the Bible says that you're not to uh, cut yourself or to make marks for the dead. Uh, and we find in the, uh, we find in the book of Jeremiah 
uh, there at the tail end of it uh, that the uh, 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 that the people uh, from Jerusalem would let off capti- uh, uh, to the captivity and Jeremiah's there left with uh, those that were left behind uh, and there's just I think it's just in two verses uh, but it was uh, but it said that there was those that was coming uh, and mourning uh, that these people had been taken uh, taken away uh, and they were mourning to God uh, and they were cutting themselves uh, and, and, and I, I read that uh, it's been over 20 years ago uh, I read that and I just wept uh, trying to reach God uh, but ignorant of His law uh, trying to reach out to God and the very deeds that they were doing uh, was the very thing uh, that angered God uh, and we still even see it yet today uh, and there's a very popular contemporary song uh, uh, writer and singer uh, is, uh, is one uh, child uh, backed over uh, uh, his other child in the, in the driveway and what did he do uh, he went and took uh, and put the markings of the dead on his body you say Daryl that's Old Testament uh, and I'll have to say yes it is uh, but if it angers God uh, and if it ain't been changed uh, why would you want uh, to do these things uh, why would you in your brokenness uh, uh, cry out to God uh, and do as it says here uh, uh, pray in the Holy Ghost uh, uh, building up yourselves uh, uh, on your most holy faith that's what you do when you're weak. You cry out to the Lord. You pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes, you can whisper a prayer, but it's time and high time. The devil and all of his demons hear the saints of God lift up their voice to make the declaration through the grace of God. I'll not be defeated anymore. Through the grace of God, I will not succumb to the blackness of darkness through the grace of God I will contend for the faith I will give her a reason for why I live for Christ and I'll defend the others that do the same because there is those who have went too far I don't know who they are about those that keep me awake at night because I'm truly concerned that that might be them. That there comes a point where there are those who are ordained to this condemnation. That it is your destiny. Oh, but Daryl, all I have to do is repent. Yes. If the Holy Spirit is calling you tonight, well then, in this moment, it is not your destiny. But there are those. I can remember one person in particular. She said, Daryl, sometimes you preach, and you preach here, and you preach there. And when I leave, I don't even know what you preached. And uh, what am I supposed to tell my children when they ask? Oh, well, you tell them they need to stay away when they pray, right? She said, and I think that you're aiming this at me and aiming that at me. And I thought to myself, and I, she mentioned one particular message I preached. 
I can remember that message. And the minute the words left my heart, I thought, oh, no. My son is going to think that I'm aiming that at him. Have you ever preached a message, Daddy, and there's just a portion of it? And you say, well, I hope, I hope this person knows that it was done in love. But it never occurred to me that that very thing that I was saying, that I thought the Lord was sending to my son, he was sending to somebody else. But you know what? There comes a point where you leave from confusion and warn, is this for me? Does he think I need to repent? Right? It goes from, I need to repent. And you resist. And then the preacher preaches the message because if he's, if he's a preacher of righteousness, he's going to preach whatever God sends him. And God in his mercy is going to send the same message over and over just like Second Peter 1 through 3 and Jude. The book of Jude, right? He's going to send it over and over. And it goes from, I'm condemned. Oh, but everything will be all right. Um, God will make a way. Or I need to deal with that at some point in time. But you don't. And then you preach some, the message gets preached again and you're condemned. And then, and then at some point, the message is preached. And I think the preacher's aiming that at me. I think that he thinks I need to repent. And everything's all right to the point that you won't feel nothing because the darkness, because the blackness of darkness have consumed you forever. Oh, my grandfather, you know, when the Lord called me to preach, I thought that, (laughs) I hate to even say this because, I've held so few revivals. And I thought that he was calling me to be evangelist. You know what? Maybe he did. Uh, but uh, I haven't been called to too many revivals, so we preach when we're given the opportunity. But my grandfather's generation, he was very blessed in the early years, right? Uh, I have a picture where uh, the church is packed, they have chairs in the aisles, the windows are open, and people's leaning in the windows. Mightn't that have been wonderful to be part of that? Not necessarily the preacher, just to have been a part of that. That would have been wonderful. In that generation, there was those that had literally hundreds, if not thousands of opportunities to repent. That same person in this generation might not even get preached to. See, it ain't, it ain't every generation that's the same. There's people that are on a 20-year plan on winning their loved one to Christ. We might not have 20 years. And besides, knowing the terror of the Lord, we are to persuade men. That's what the Bible says. What terror? The terror to come? The terror that can take place when people in this life are reserved to the blackness of darkness. People in this life, that are, what's this Bible say here? That are ordained to this condemnation. Can you imagine? Can you imagine where you come to a point? You say, Daryl, no, this would never happen. Where you come to the point where you make victims of everybody and it just breaks your heart. But you will not repent for there is no space to repent. Ain't that what the Bible said? 
about Esau, though he sought it bitterly? What? In tears. It's not an emotional thing, folks. You say, well, I'm waiting for the Holy Ghost to come and, and just break me and me to weep. Well, I'm praying that for you. But that does not mean that you'll still be able to reach him. Daddy gave an example of a revival that they had way back at the Cuba church it was. And the man come. And he prayed and prayed. And um, he just didn't feel nothing. Didn't, just couldn't pray through whatsoever. And Daddy says, well, don't you believe the Lord that called you up here is the Lord that can save you? And he said, well, I pretty much come on my own. Right? Was that man ordained for condemnation with no remedy? Heard a man talk about, I just don't feel condemned anymore. That he wondered if he is a Christian because he just didn't feel condemned anymore. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not the life of a Christian. A Christian shouldn't go through his life constantly feeling condemned. That's somebody that's living outside the will of God to the point that you can live at the end of your life when, right, if the Lord told me right now, Daryl, you need to walk to the Himalayas, right? Where, where would that be? I could go to India. You're to go to India and you are to walk to the villages in the Himalayas and share the gospel. And I'll say, Lord, I can't do it. I've got ten kids, eight of them still at home. I've got to provide for them. I can't do it. Daryl, you need to walk to the Himalayas uh, to preach Christ Jesus to these, uh, these pagans. Lord, uh, I'll do it as soon as and I could have a life, whether I would be in the will of God or outside the will of God. We know which I'd be in, right? God tells you to do something and you don't do it, you're outside the will of God. Uh, uh, you're ungodly, right? To do the things God asks us is to be godly. Uh, to refuse to do the thing God asks us is to be ungodly. And so it is that uh, I can live and I can say, as soon as little Carolyn, as soon as she uh, 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 gets old enough I, uh, that she can take care of herself, I, I'll go to do that only to discover I, uh, on, at the foot of the Himalayas I, uh, that Daryl's knees are too old, I, his hips are too bad, I, his muscles are too weak, I, and then the cry out to God and say oh God I, I'm here now I, and I feel no condemnation why I, because the condemnation's left I, the opportunity's gone I, there's no way or is there yes there is but it'll have to be God doing it and if God don't move if the door of mercy is shut if I have dwelled in the darkness in the blackness of darkness forever it's forever and ever and yes God is the same yesterday today and forever and there is a darkness of black a blackness boy I wish I could get that straight a blackness of darkness forever that comes on those who have been reserved as it were ordained for this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ 
Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. I said that over 2,000 years ago. Was it a lie? No. That's the gospel truth. But you know what? And he's 2,000 years closer to coming, over 2,000 years closer to coming than when it was first said. What are you going to do? How are you going to live? Who are you going to fear? Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to walk in the footsteps of? Who are you going to flee? Who are you going to contend with? Are you going to contend with the lost or with the people of God? Because we will contend with one or the other. We preached a message a while back, right? That there are people that give the most wicked the benefit of the doubt. But when it comes to a church member, no, not a church member. When it comes to a Christian, when it comes, because a lot of times that church member and that lost person, same person, right? But when it comes to the, the saved, they'll always just naturally believe the worst, right? They give everybody the benefit of the doubt except their brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to let you in on a secret. If that's you, they're not your brothers and sisters in Christ. Right? Because those are contending for the faith and you are contending against it. Let's get some songs sang. There's two things you can do if you don't like the message. You can repent. Right? And God will send another message for you and it'll be a good one. Or you can leave, and you'll not have to hear it anymore. I heard a man, he talked to me through an email. He said, the, the preached word that's preached out from behind this pulpit is just for you, you all, right? It's no longer for, for him because he's left. And I was totally unaware that that's how that works. All we have to do is remove ourselves from the truth, and the truth is no longer relevant except for those that hear the truth. See what I'm saying? If that ain't the blackness of darkness swallowing somebody up, if that ain't the most ungodly of ungodliness I've ever heard, because you know what? Me and you weren't on the shores of Galilee. Me and you, this every book, every one of these books, they weren't wrote to Nebo. There is no book in the Bible that's Nebo. There's no book in the Bible that's what? Mount Hebron or any other church today. The gospel, that's why it's vitally important that we find a church where the truth is preached so that we'll not be ignorant of the truth. But if we think somehow that because we remove ourselves from the truth, we're no longer responsible. And yes, we can hear the truth somewhere else. But you know what? There are people right now that if they would have ears to hear, if they'd have been here tonight, they might have repented. But they remove themselves from it. Why? Because, because the blackness of darkness is taking over their soul. 
and all they feel is condemnation. I've seen people that have grown up in church. There's an elderly woman. She was, she was in her 80s, I think. And if she wasn't in her 80s, she was pushing her 80s. Grew up in church her whole life. Was in a real spiritual service. And I think she was feeling conviction. And she thought it was an evil thing. Because she'd been to church all her life. And she never felt like she was wicked. Now that's love, ain't it? That God would do that for an 80-year-old woman. But she perceived it to be an evil thing. <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> 